As the cannabis industry grows, we're continuously finding more ways on how the flower is contributing to positive health benefits, not just for humans, but for our pets. Pet cannabis is an emerging field of study. And in this discussion, I chat with Elena Battaglia, an Italian veterinarian that is introducing cannabis use for pets into our practice in Italy. What's more interesting is I was introduced to her through a friend in Portugal who was looking for resources on how to determine the best doses for pet therapy. Hello, today we are talking to Elena Battaglia. She is a veterinarian um, from Italy, but also from via Chicago, via Italy. Uh, So thank you so much for being here today. It's really a pleasure to be here. Great. So um, I I really love the space that you're in. I think it's really, really unique. Um, Obviously, you were referred from um, Soraya Tomas, and uh, we we she was telling me about how you helped her pet. And so I think um, an interesting kind of I think like just space in in the cannabis space is talking about um, veterinary medicine. And so I, I would love to hear a little bit more about your background and your journey of how you got into it first. And then maybe we could talk a little bit more about um, some of the other elements of this this topic. Sure. Yeah. Well, it all started um, a few years ago. I had um, my husky mix. She was 17 years old and um, she could barely walk. You know, she she had problems yeah. getting up and she couldn't bring her, her head up, you know, she, she just keep it low and everything. And I had tried cortisone and I tried non-steroidal farm pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. drugs. And, um, they would be okay for like, I mean, like a week, 10 days, she would be fine with that. But then she just go back to, to what she was, you know, she right. was like an old lady when they wore so, off, when the drugs were off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really sad. And I couldn't, yeah. you know, I couldn't stand it. And I have um, this friend in Chicago and he's all into cannabis, you know, medical stuff. And, right. and he said, you know, we, we use it in people. Maybe you can use it in animals. So I just, um, and, and can I just you, started what year was this <laughs> just to, to preface this year that, okay. It was like 2016. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was 2016. Okay. It was the summer of 2016. And um, so I started reading mm-hmm. and um, I found out that like there were products with CBD in it in the United States, but there was nothing in Italy. So mm-hmm. um, I talked to this company, I emailed them and asked them if they could mail a, you know, a package or something right. that could be useful. And they said they couldn't. Yeah. So I, I usually go like every summer on vacation to Chicago. Uh-huh. And um, that summer I, I went also. And uh, we were walking with my friend right in front of a store. And I'm like, oh, let, you know, it was like an animal store. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let's try it. Let's go in. And then I turn around and uh, this product that I had, the company I had, you know, emailed to, right. it was there. So I'm like, oh, my God, you know, it's a sign. So I, I asked the lady in the store and she says, yo, yeah, it works miracles, you know, in old animals and it works for epilepsy. So I didn't really know if I could take it back to Italy because I didn't know like what the restrictions could have been. Right. Is this a CBD infused product or what was it? It was. Yeah, it would. They're, they're still selling it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can say the name. Yeah. Can yeah. Yeah. It? No. Yeah. Of course. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. It, I use Canna Companion. Canna Companion. OK. OK. 
Yeah. Okay. And um, the lady was really nice. She talked to this guy and asked this guy from Kenna Companion and asked him if like I could take it on board, you know, the plane on the way back. And he yeah. said, oh, yeah, there's no problem, you know, taking it on board. He just said, I don't know what's going to happen in Italy. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, you know, I'll just hide it. Who cares? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Let's just risk it, you know? Yeah. So I brought it back and I remember I started giving it to her. I think it was October 4th. And after four or five days, she started feeling better. Mm -hmm. She started getting up, you know, more easily than before. And um, she went on to use that um, for um, for as long as I had it. Right. And then since there was no CBD product like that here, um, I found uh, a pharmacy that would make the pure CBD. So I would get capsules with pure CBD and give that to her. Okay. And it worked pretty well. At least, well, of course, then she died. But, you know, as long as she was, well, she was really old. Right, she was old. She was old. Yeah, she was aging. Yeah. But, yeah, as long as she was alive, she never had to use any other pharmaceutical product. Right. it was great. So, like, when that happened, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, this is like a miracle. Just think of all those animals that, you know, you might have to put down because, you know, Everything else doesn't work. It seems like they can't get up. It seems like they can't. They're not mobile. They can't move. What's the point? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So many people do that. And so I'm like, well, everybody has to find out about this, you know? Yeah. You know, everybody has to know there's a second chance. Right. Right. So I started prescribing it to my patients. And um, then after a few months, um, some people got a hold of me uh, that were like in the cannabis, uh, medical cannabis um, industry. Uh-huh. And they they had me talk about CBD and animals. Uh-huh. And from there on, it's just, you know, it just you know, built up mm-hmm. until I started. I passed from using just CBD to medical cannabis. Right. So with THC. And right now I'm I'm using that for like oncology, you know, animals with cancer, okay. animals that have real severe or arthrosis. Wow. Um, or um, I, I use it in like weird stuff. You know, there are some pathologies. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's oh, like weird, weird there. illnesses, strange illnesses. Right. Okay, right. Okay. There's like those a few genetic ones yeah. that nothing else can help out. Right. So I, I, I use that. Okay. So, so, okay. So it started just with your own pet and then you kind of started exploring. So like, it sounds like when you said you got back to Italy and you were able to find the CBD oil, it sounds like it it was accessible there. What is the situation in Italy, um, with the access to something like that? Okay. Right now it's a lot better. Okay. Um, we have different CBD products, full spectrum Mm -hmm. for animals right now. Mm -hmm. Or you can have pure CBD from the pharmacy. Okay. And if you um, if you need medical cannabis, you can prescribe that for for pets. Okay. Okay. So um, let me. Yeah. So so I guess how did you? So you became a veterinarian in Italy or in Chicago or how? how when did that start? When did your career start? Okay, no, I I was a vet. I I became a vet in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Chicago when I was a kid. We moved to Chicago when I was six, and we came back when I was twelve. And then, like um, for the past twenty years, I've gone back every summer because, well, I miss it and yeah. I have friends there and everything. So, um, 
but uh, I went to the University of Parma here here in Italy. Okay. And that's where where I became a veterinarian. Okay. And of course, they don't teach you anything about CBD and cannabis. Right. So what I learned, I learned um, like. I, I read a book from uh, um, a veterinarian in Colorado, uh, Dr. Robert J. Silver. Okay. And and so I started from that. Okay. And then I started reading everything I could find, like um, about the endocannabinoid system and all the the places where you can find receptors. So I'm like, okay, if there's a receptor, maybe it can help out. Right. You know? Right. No, this is like so crazy. And so have you been able to expand your like what you're doing? Um, you know, like how does the I guess community receive it? I, I think that's the question I was <laughs> trying to ask. Well, a lot better than like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like uh a couple of years ago I did a seminar here where I live in Italy and like um like ninety-eight percent or of the veterinarians there were like, Oh no, this is phony. Right. You know, yeah, this can't be real. You know, oh yeah, yeah you're telling me that it's gonna work for cancer. I'm like, Yeah, and they're like, No, we can't believe that. Yeah. And uh, a few of those, because not everybody, you know, do, decided to to use obviously CBD right. and cannabis but a few of those that did not believe it could be useful are now using it okay so it it's been a, a really slow you know and but it's been a steady walk yeah so, um I'm, I'm really happy about that um I think that maybe in like I don't know 10 years it's going to be completely different right yeah I mean what do you what are what are some signs like I, I have never thought of doing that and trying with my pet. Of course, my pet doesn't have any issues right now. So, I mean, what is the kind of pathway to getting into something like that? Um, obviously, it might be different here in, in the United States. So I don't know the different regulations around pet use. Um, maybe it's a, is it the same as kind of how a human would use it? Um, right now. As far as as far um, as like the legalities of it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. Medical cannabis here is legal, so okay. I don't have any problems prescribing it. Right. Um, you should prescribe it if nothing else works. Okay. Um, but, you know, um, I don't think that's right, you know. Yeah. I actually believe that if we can, we should start from cannabis. Yeah. And then move on eventually to everything else. But, you know, that's my personal opinion. Right, <laughs> right of course. Yeah. Now, what, what do you see are any, like, some other trends that are kind of – coming out when, when dealing with pet care. I mean, I just, I find it really interesting that, I mean, I guess why wouldn't you use the same thing that you would use to medicate yourself for your pet as well? But, um, because of the biology of a pet is different. How does, how does that kind of play out? You know, how do you, how do you know how to dose them? Like what, what metrics do you use to kind of figure out, um, how much to give them? You intend CBD and cannabis. Yeah. Okay. Well, CBD is pretty easy because when I got Canna Companion, yeah. we kind of um, sorted out how much they were using, yeah. how many milligrams of CB CBD were in their product. Right. So okay. I said, okay, let's start from this. Yeah. So that's where I started on CBD. Of course, you start from that and then you move on. Like, okay, that's that's my base, you know? That's my minimum um, dosage. Mm -hmm. And then it can be like, okay, or perfect for an animal, or maybe it's not. Yeah. So we start from there. And then after 15 days, we move on and see if we need more until we find the, 
the dosage that's perfect for that animal. Okay. Instead, for cannabis, um, I used the dosages that were um, the doses that were in the Robert J. Silver's book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I started off with that. Do you know what that book? Do you know what that book is called? Just for reference. Oh, jeez. We could we could probably look it up real quick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you can find it. It's uh, it's like everywhere. Um, it's. I think it's cannabis therapy in animals or something like that, but I'm not sure really. Okay. Sheldon, like Sheldon's going to look it up real quick. Yeah. yeah. Silver. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, I mean, do you, uh, I, go I, ahead. I started with that. Well, yeah. I started with that and, um, and you know, they, they worked pretty much out. So it, do it was you, pretty easy. Is there any other resources that you found that has kind of like helped you in, I mean, obviously is, there's no coursework on cannabis and pets, right? like right. veg- veterinary coursework. So how, how, what are some other avenues that you've kind of discovered that work out um, to kind of figure out how to treat pa- uh, patients, pets, um, and how to kind of pr- prescribe it correctly, I guess. Well, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, if you want to know for what you should prescribe it, th- that's pretty easy. I mean, there's lots of literature right now. So, mm-hmm. You know, if you have a doubt, you go on internet and you write cannabis and the pathology. Right. And you're probably lucky enough there's an article on it or there's someone that's used it. Right. So if you see that, I think that people are very important. You know, having a feedback from people that are using cannabis themselves. Oh, like the human feedback. Animals. The human right. feedback. Okay. Right, right. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Because like that's that that can open a new world because, you know, he this person used it. It worked. OK, you know what? We can try it. Right. So that's very important. Um, plus, I have to say that experience is everything. I yeah. mean, I've been treating thousands of animals. Yeah. By now. Yeah. And um, I usually know like right off what I have to, you know, use from, from a cost factor. Does it change the cost of treating an animal? Does it increase or decrease or, you know, is there other benefits like longevity or something like that? Well, um, I would say it, it's not too expensive because uh-huh. most of these animals are already on other drugs. Okay. <laughs> right. And all those medicines cost a lot. Yeah. And yeah. most of the times I can take them off that. And leave them with just cannabis. Yeah. So by doing that, they're not going to, it's not going to be more expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually a common thing I've heard just with people in general, right? Like they're taking, they start taking cannabis and they can get off other prescription or pharmaceutical drugs. So it seems that it's a, it's a replacement that actually, I mean, it may seem more expensive at the start, but then you're getting off of all these other things and, and it's a more natural prescription. So maybe maybe a healthier choice anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, so is there, there's no like central resource right now for pet care with cannabis or CBD? Well, I know there's supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, a book coming out right now, okay. um, next month. Okay. And I think one of the authors is, um, a guy whose name is Steven Sital. Okay. I think, and um, he's into research and everything. So this book is coming out. He's responsible for a Facebook group that's called um, Veterinary Academy, I think. Okay. 
And um, that's for as far as I know um, in the United States. Um, and in Canada, I have friends because um, they had this, um, uh, how do you say it? Like, um, it's not a seminar, but sort of. Like, a, um, co- like I, a conference or something. Right, right. It was a conference a couple of years back and I went to Toronto. So right. it, it was great because I, I met, you know, finally uh, veterinarians that are used to prescribing or are used to using it. Yeah. And it, w- it was a lot different to with having to do with veterinarians here. Cause like everybody that's using it now here is like, uh, you know, learned it for me. Right. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. You're championing it in your area. That's, I mean, where, where exactly in Italy do you, are you living? Um, I live in uh, Savona, which is, um, it's like a couple of hours from the French Riviera. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so you are getting other veterinarians like locally on board as well. Yeah, well, like I, 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 I have webinars like yeah. <laughs> every month, every other month, and um, it's kind of hard. It's it's easier to get people, you know, pet parents, yeah. <laughs> to to listen than veterinarians. But it's okay because the pet parents are going to go to their veterinarian and, and they're going to tell them, "Hey, listen, why don't you, you know, catch up on CBD? You know, you can use <laughs> this and so on." Right. So it, it's not, it's not that bad, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, it sounds like it's still kind of a place that people are exploring. Um, sounds like there's a lot of education, but we'll look out for that book. So all the things that you've mentioned, we'll, we'll find the links, we'll put them in the show notes so that people can find and access them. Um, if people wanted to find you, where, where are you living on the internet? <laughs> okay. Um, I have, um, I have a Facebook page for the the clinic, mm-hmm. so maybe I can send you the link. Yeah, later. please, please, that would be awesome. And I have a Telegram channel if somebody is interested in that, mm-hmm. and it's all about uh, cannabis and animals. So it 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 has some articles in Italian and it has some articles in English. So um, that's what Google translates for. <laughs> right. That's right. That's perfect. Um, so if you had just some tips for people who like wanted to get started and try cannabis with their pets, what's kind of like the basic starting point? Um, maybe they're suffering from some kind of joint pain or um or if they do have a more serious a medical condition, where do you think they should start? Should they start with their veterinarian? Should they start with research or you know, should they they probably shouldn't self, not self-medicate, right. but right. <laughs> self-prescribe. Right. What, what do you think is a good starting point for someone who wants to explore that for their pet? I think they should find somebody that's an expert in that field. Okay. Because I hear like other veterinarians that maybe, you know, they're like, oh yeah, just take a few drops of CBD. It'll be okay. You know, no, you know, that's, you know, that's awesome. I mean, that's awful. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, how can you think something like that? Because lots of veterinarians think it's like, you know, something that could work, maybe will work. Right. I don't know. Okay. So you got to find an expert. You got to find somebody that knows exactly uh, what you might need for your pet. Because the, the best part of using CBD and cannabis is that you can personalize what you're giving the right. animal. Based okay. on that animal so, and their reaction. Right. right. And I think that's awesome. That, yeah. I mean, that's the most beautiful part of, of this job. Yeah. You know, I can make something for that animal that's specific for that animal. Right. 
Right. So you need somebody that's that's an expert. A special Absolutely. cocktail for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else that you can advise people, just anything else in like kind of, um, this space of like just the benefits of it, of trying cannabis with them or, or even just like the growing, I mean, I don't, you mentioned one can of companion. I don't know if there's any other products, um, that you know of that are, um, cannabis friendly for pets, but, um, anything else that you could tell us? (laughs) Well, I, I would like, um, it would be awesome if everybody would learn more about the endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, they take their animal to their vet and their vet, even if he's not an expert, he's going to, you know, tell them your animal has this or that. Mm-hmm. And then in that moment, you can like, you know what the endocannabinoid system is. Uh, so roughly. Yeah. Okay. So you know where the receptors are. Mm-hmm. So roughly. So you might on your own, think, okay, you know what? It could be useful for, for, for that, you know? Right. And then you can look it up. And then when you've looked it up and you know that it could be useful, you can go to the expert right. or you could just call the expert. Right. I mean, right. Have you, what, what kind of, you know, the last question, <laughs> cause I it just kind of came, comes up. Um, have you, what, what kind of pets have you tried it on so far? Oh, oh, cool. Um, well, I've used it on um, cats, on dogs, on a horse, and I've used it on, um, well, it was a monkey, but I, I can't specify what kind it was because uh, I can't remember, but it was, um, <laughs> it had arthritis. Okay. So we tried CBD on it and it worked. Yeah. So, um, so what other, um, so you had mentioned, um, arthritis, you'd mentioned cancer. Um, what other ailments have you been treating with it? Well, I've treated like, um, epilepsy, skin problems, um, neurological diseases, um, wow. uh, brain cancer. It's pretty good on that. Um, uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I mean, cause you either finish in one case or the other, like if it's not orthopedic, it's neurological. If it's right. not neurological, it's, you know, oncology, you know? So when, when you're like, when you're, I guess <laughs> when you're prescribing that information, uh, the, the cannabis, what are some of the, um, symptoms that we're treating? Well, inflammation. Okay. And we're treating, um, pain. And we, uh, th- those are the main okay. symptoms that, you know, that are um, being treated, but you got to uh, rem- remember that cannabis helps everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like your whole body. Right. So that's why many times I give cannabis for therapy for one thing, and then it cures another thing that that dog has. And so you're like, Oh my God, look, you know, There's so much it, better. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It helped out something else. Yeah. So sometimes we learn it helps in something else just because it's, you know, it's using it. Right. Right. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, obviously it can, it can play in a lot of different factors. Um, and you don't know always what's wrong with your pet completely. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to tell. Um, well, thank you so much for the time that you gave us. Um, 
so we have places where we can find you. We have some resources here um, listed. And um, yeah, I, I do you have any, any pets now that you're um, treating as that are your own? Oh, no, mine are fine right now. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the other thing is like knowing when to use it when you don't have to use it anymore because um, it's not necessarily an ongoing thing, right? Right, right. Yeah. I, I use it ongoing only in like uh, maybe old animals that have arthritis so or on, oncology patients, okay. you know, cancer patients. Yeah. But otherwise, most of them, you know, use it for a specific mm, for a specific time, specific yeah. time. And I forgot to say that um, I also use it for animals that are stressed. Okay. And um, for animals that have gastrointestinal problems, it works really good. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> that's good. We'll have a little, well, maybe we, we can create a list from our conversation too, just to kind of point out some of the areas that people can explore for this. But thank you. Um, thank you so much for your time. I know it's nighttime there, so I appreciate it. Yeah, it's evening. It's okay. <laughs> but um, have a great day and then um, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Okay. All thanks. Right. Thanks. The Green Room Podcast is brought to life by Green Seed PR a cannabis green tech focused PR agency and a dedicated production team of editors, mixers, and showbookers. A huge thank you to the Vessel team for providing their studio for our recordings. Don't forget to subscribe and share the Green Room podcast with friends, colleagues, and family. That way you'll never miss an episode and we can keep the lights on. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also find us on Instagram at GreenSeedPR and see the live video versions of all of our podcasts on YouTube. Would you like to be on the guest on the show or do you have a great guest referral? Awesome. Submit your guests at GreenSeedPR.com slash the hyphen green hyphen room. Thanks for listening and be well.